Welcome to the Worshipped Woman Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Kristen. I am a life and relationship coach, deep healing facilitator, and subconscious change expert. On this podcast, we will dive deep into personal growth, transformation, and relationships, releasing patterns of toxicity, codependency, and people-pleasing as we explore what it means to be the worshipped woman. If you are ready to heal, embody your worth, and raise your standards in life and love, you are in the right place. I am so happy to have you here. Now, let's get started. Hello, sisters. Welcome back to the Worshipped Woman podcast. Kelly Kristen here, and I am so very grateful that you are here with me, that you decided to push play. And before we get into anything, I just want you to pause and take a deep breath in and just let that out. And I really hope that you're doing this with me. Let's just take one more deep breath in. And as you let that out, just let your shoulders drop. And see if you don't just feel a little bit better after just a couple of deep breaths. And that is the power of listening to your body and giving your body what it needs. So I really hope that you did that and you took a second because we always have time to just breathe. And I think that so often, you know, there's so much going on in the world all of the time. And with how social media is, we're just constantly bombarded with everything that's wrong and everything that's going on and all of these things that are really so far out of our control. And if you're not careful and you don't take care of yourself and you don't take take care of your body, you can get into a lot of trouble with stress overload. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today, because I really want to get into uh, a discussion with you about embodiment, because I've had a few people reach out to me, as you may have heard me talking about my program, Heal, Rise, Thrive, and one of the biggest components of that program is embodiment and embodiment work. And that's a word I use a lot. And if you've never heard that before, or, you know, some people even have heard it, but it's kind of like, I don't really understand what that means. And truth be told, the first time I heard people talking about embodiment, I didn't really get it. And I didn't feel like the explanations that I got from people were really all that helpful and it didn't make a lot of sense for me. So I would like to hopefully make some sense out of what embodiment is, what it really means and why it is such a beneficial thing for you. So to kind of just go an overarching kind of big picture look at what embodiment means. Embodiment literally means to be in your body, right? Now, it to me, when I think of that, I mean, it means to actually build a relationship with 
your body. So what do I mean by being in your body versus maybe being in your head, right? Or living in a place when we're constantly in that go, go, go kind of mode that it's so easy to get caught up in, right? Where we're just doing things all of the time. We're going all the time. And, you know, we have all these stressful things that happen in our life. Maybe you've been in really bad relationships and you've just been, you know, just going along and pretending like you're fine, pretending like you're fine, pretending like everything's okay, but you haven't really been dealing with anything. I would say that you're really not embodied, right? Now, most people are not embodied. And I spent a lot of my life not being embodied, not having any idea of what that really meant. So when we are embodied, we're in touch with our bodies, we're in tune with what our bodies are telling us, and we're actually just more present and available to the experience that we are in. So you might have heard people tell you, oh, you know, you, you need to learn how to be present Well, the only way to learn how to be present is to learn how to get into your body because our bodies are what are picking up the the moment-to-moment interactions in our life. Our bodies hold so much wisdom and we, you know, we've we have this idea, you know, of things like we should or shouldn't do and we think all the time and we think, 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 think. But it's the body, if we were willing to listen and have and build a relationship with a body that can really help us to live a more present life and a more full life and full in the sense that we get to actually feel what's happening in our lives, be present to it. And when we are an embodied woman or an embodied person, we're actually able to handle the different stressors and the different emotions that we come into contact with in a totally different way. And so I kind of want to break that down for you. That's that's kind of the overall thing of why we would do embodiment work so we can be more present in our lives, so we can feel our feelings. But it's really also so that we can process things, clear old stuff out, and then also so that we can habitually build a new way that we react to things. All of that happens in our bodies. And this is really connected to subconscious change work. And this is really important and why I connect these two together is because our body is our subconscious mind, okay? And now something that happens a lot if you have been involved in relationships that were toxic, stressful, uh, you know, just not healthy for you in some way, is that you don't only, you know, feel the emotional stress and emotional strain, but it shows up in your body. You know, uh, for me, it showed up as autoimmune disorders, an autoimmune disorder affecting my thyroid and an autoimmune disorder affecting my reproductive organs, my uterus, right? So I was diagnosed with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and also um, hypothyroidism. And those things showed up in my life. After having left my abusive relationship, where 
you know, prior to that, I've always been a very healthy person. My hormones were completely out of whack. I mean, I had a lot of medical issues and that's really actually what led me down the healing path. It was my body being like, hey girl, you are not okay. You cannot pretend like you are okay anymore. And I am not alone in that experience. I know plenty of women who you know, come out of these relationships and they have um, physical ailments in their body, you know, physical pains that they hadn't had before or, um, you know, breaking out in hives. What, what do you think that's from? What do you think that that's from? That's because your body is under so much stress and it can't process it. So it's going to show up in your body somehow, all right? And when we are not embodied, meaning that we don't have that relationship with our body, we don't know how to process our emotions, we don't know how to be present with our emotions, this is what leads to us having dis-ease show up in our body. So I really want you to understand how important this is and why it's such an integral part of the work I do. And it wasn't always this way for me. I, for a long time, I didn't, I understood, necessarily how to get back in the body and really process those things. Even when I first started doing subconscious mind work, I was just doing a lot of heavy subconscious mind work, you know, with myself and my clients. And it just felt like, hmm, it's not enough. It's not enough. And this is another piece that I personally think is essential to moving forward because you learn how to have this new relationship with your body. And for me, embodiment work also means nervous system work because your nervous system is the control center of your body, right? So it would make sense that if we are doing embodiment work, we are actually working with your nervous system and learning to understand, well, what's happening inside of my body? You know, what happens when I go into fight or flight mode? What happens when I go into a total shutdown? And when you build an understanding of even that relationship, right? Even that un understanding what's happening in these different states for you. You build that understanding, but then you can also, once you become aware of like, what state am I in? What's happening inside of my body? How do I feel? Well, now you can actually have the opportunity to change your states because you're aware of what state you're in. If you're not aware that you're constantly in fight or flight mode and, you know, some signs that you would be in fight or flight mode would be if you're somebody who literally has to be doing something all of the time. And, oh my gosh, I was stuck in fight or flight mode for a really, really long time. I had to be doing something all the time. I had to be learning something all the time. I was like building a new business every other week. I mean, I was absolutely insane out of my mind. I couldn't slow down. Lots of anxiety. Um, if you are just feeling like, you know, you have big emotional outbursts, right? Like you don't ever process your emotions, but then you have big emotional outbursts. These would all be indications that you are in fight or flight mode. And that happens because your body is interpreting some kind of threat to your system 
right? Whether that is a real threat or an imagined threat, it's an interpretation of your body based on something called neuroception. And I'm trying not to get too sciencey in this right now because I, I don't want to I don't want to really dive into all of the science stuff, but neuroception is essentially the, you know, the idea that our nervous system picks up on something before we perceive it and our body reacts to it before we consciously perceive it. Okay. So this is why it's important to understand and build that relationship with your body and actually be in your body. So that way, if I'm having like a perfectly good day and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm filled with anxiety, my heart starts to race a little bit um, and, you know, I'm feeling emotionally irritated and I'm feeling a certain way. Well, I am aware of that and I'm like, okay, my body needs attention right now. Something's going on. I need attention. I'm not just going to ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, ignore it and keep going on like everything's fine and all good because that's not how I want to feel. You understand? Now, there's a time and place to be in fight and flight mode. Certainly, there's a time and place for that. It's part of our evolution. And it's very healthy and it's amazing that our body does that. And we go in and out of different states, you know, sympathetic, parasympathetic. We go in and out of those states all of the time. But if you're perpetually in that state, it's not healthy. So you need to build a relationship with your body. That's where embodiment work comes in. And embodiment work is also going to help you learn how to actually process emotions through your body and this is a really big part as well because what ends up happening is if we have emotional buildup emotional buildup emotional buildup we have a lot of stress and we're not processing it we're not moving it through our body we're just ignoring it we're doing that thing where you know we just pretend like everything's all good and everything's fine and we're not good we're not okay and we're just letting it build and build and build well eventually our body's gonna go hey you know what i can't be in fight or flight anymore so now uh, that's too much it's past the threshold so now i'm gonna go into a freeze state which is like disassociation maybe depression um, there's a lot of different things that can happen when you're in that freeze or disconnected sort of state. And so when you do not have the sense, you don't have the connection that this is what's going on, you're not connected to your body, you are not embodied, right? Then this is just what happens and you just go through these states, you feel, you know, anxiety one day, depression the next day, you feel oh, maybe okay the next day, but then something else happens and it just throws you off course. And the thing is, guys, is this is how most people live, just at the whim of everything, right? But what embodiment practice allows us to do is to make space to be present and to learn how to process these emotions that are going on, whether they're present emotions or sometimes past emotions. And that's actually what trauma work really is, is being able to feel really big emotions that our body said, nope, I can't feel that. It's too much. I don't know how to process this. I don't know how to deal with this. So I'm not going to. And those emotions get stuck in our body. That is what trauma is. And so trauma work really is actually just learning how to be with and sit with our emotions. So embodiment work is essentially trauma work because you learn to stay in your body when you have these big emotions. You learn to stay connected, not disassociating, not going into, you know, you can come up into fight or flight mode, but then you come down into a safe, connected state. And we can do that through embodiment work. 
this is why it's so important to do and to learn how to be in your body because if you don't, then essentially, you know, all of this stuff is just built up inside of you. It's built up inside of your nervous system. And, you know, that's why you just live life like with this baseline of stress and you're so quick and easy to react to things because you have this really high baseline of stress already. And it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And I think that this is the real magic of learning how to be embodied is that you get to release stress regularly, right? You get to release it regularly and have a much more baseline essentially of peace. And wouldn't that be a lot nicer to have a baseline of peace and feeling safe and connected versus feeling like everybody's gone crazy and the world is crazy and it's not a safe place for me to be or you know feeling like you're constantly having to run and go do all of these things but if you've never really been in the place where you're comfortable in peace and safety well the thing is is that your body has to learn how to do that and that's why it's a practice it's not like a one-time thing. And this is, this is you may have heard me say this before, like nervous system work, embodiment work. It's not like the glamorous, do this one thing and you will be healed kind of work. It is the persistent, consistent, new way of being, like dedication to a new way of being kind of work that ends up changing your entire life. It's not even that it's that hard to do, but it's building a new habit for yourself and it's building a new habit for your body and it's building a new way for you to be and exist in the world. And after going through this process with myself and really going deep into embodiment work and trauma work and essentially taking my own nervous system from a place where I was stuck in fight or flight or, or depression and coming to a place where I can just feel okay and be at peace... I don't ever want to give that up again. And this is why I, I'm so big on this for women that have been through toxic relationships because when you understand how to find peace and safety within yourself and that is your new baseline, if somebody comes around and messes with that peace and safety inside of yourself and they're not in line with that and they don't amplify the peace and safety you already feel, they, you don't have tolerance for them anymore because you know what it was like before and you know you don't ever want to go back there. And that is possible through embodiment work. And so if you are not in the position where you could maybe come join me in something like Heal, Rise, Thrive, but you're like, okay, Kelly, how can I do this? How can I get more embodied? How can I start working on this? A simple place to start is with a, a breath practice in the morning. So in the beginning of this podcast, I had you breathe two times. And I had you relax your shoulders, right? If you could wake up in your morning and take a few intentional breaths and put your hand on your body and just breathe. And feel your body and feel what's going on. And throughout your day, pause a couple times and just start checking in. How am I feeling right now? What's going on? And start building just a little bit of a relationship with your body. That's huge. Something like yoga. 
If you're somebody who's been through a lot of trauma in your life and a lot of heavy things, I really, really suggest a regular yoga practice. And it's funny because a lot a lot of people that are in that category of really, you know, having a lot of trauma in their history and, and a lot of big, heavy things and just they have that perpetual disconnection from themselves, they resist yoga, right? They're like, oh, I hate yoga. And I, I that was me. <laughs> and sometimes I still resist it, which is funny because sometimes we, we often will resist the thing that's really going to help us move forward. But I really, really suggest something like yoga where you're building a connection with your body. You know, one of the great things about yoga is that it actually forces you and not like the fast paced yoga where you're not Pilates, not fast paced yoga, but like a nice vinyasa flow or even slower than that kundalini where you're really having to become present in your body. Guess what? It's uncomfortable and it's hard. That's because you spent most of the time, most of your time out of that state. Okay, so those are a couple practices you do if you're like, you know what, I can't do yoga. It's just really not for me or whatever. And this is going to sound really cliche. Well, guess what? You can meditate. You can just start a regular meditation practice, a simple like no nothing, a nothing meditation practice. Not that you have to get anything. You can just sit your butt down and not do anything. Okay, sit your butt down. And just start paying attention to what you're feeling and start paying attention to your body and start paying attention to what's actually alive and present within you, right? You can get yourself into a meditative state, take a couple deep breaths and just start asking yourself, what's present within me right now? What's present within me right now? And then the practice is further, well, you know, how can I just be okay with letting that be there? Not having to change it not having to do anything about it, not having to to be any different, but just can I let it be there? Can I let that feeling be there? Because guess what? If we fully feel our feelings, if we fully feel what is real for us, that feeling goes away. But what happens when we don't fully feel the feelings is that they get stored up in our bodies. And so another aspect that I personally love to do is breath work. Breath work is a part of my programs because uh, I think it's an incredible way to clear out stuck energy out of our nervous system. So if there's a way that you can get into breath work, um, that's a beautiful practice as well because it really, really helps to clear out old stuck energy and make space for new. So I tried to take a very complex topic Um, and and just give you a little bit of something so that you could gain some new understanding and hopefully you're willing to try some of these things. If you are a woman who is coming out of a toxic relationship and you're like, I don't want to do it on my own. I want some help. And do you resonate with me? I would love for you to check out the Heal, Rise, Thrive program. Uh, We are going to be starting August 29th. It is an eight-week program and it is absolutely incredible it's a combination of the right information subconscious change work and of course the magic of embodiment work so i will link that up in the show notes for you if you know another sister that needs to hear this message today i ask that you please share it 
And if you were listening and you really got something out of this today for yourself and you want to be so kind and share it with others, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, put it in your story. My Instagram is at Miss Kelly Kristen. I am so grateful for every share, every download, every listen, every time that you send it to somebody. It means so much to me. And when you get send me messages um, that you're listening and, and that it's helped you, it just means so much to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon.